I go away for two episodes, I come back, and, and we're, we're in a cupboard. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> We ran a 48-hour competition on our Silverstone podcast where you could win a pair of Formula 1 2018 Abu Dhabi Grand Prix tickets. And the winner is Afterburner. The Silverstone podcast video itself is no longer live, but if you wish to listen to it, then head to our audio versions over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audioboom or Google Podcasts, which means we're now available for Android users too. Links in the description. Hello everyone, welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. It's episode number 11 and you're probably wondering what on earth we're doing in what looks like a storage cupboard. It, it is a storage <laughs> cupboard. We're in a transitional phase between two offices and uh, we thought we'd come and uh, have a little have a little chill in here. So uh, Jess, you're back. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. You've uh, you've clearly missed missed us. I have. I went away for two races and all hell broke loose yeah. and yeah. Uh, I bet you were sat there watching going I don't want to say so I, many things I was so gutted I was genuinely gutted because we'd had kind of a run of staler races not much going on and then all of a sudden I mean everything happened yeah it did including everything. were you just were you just trying not to tap the table yeah, I was like I just kind of just lifted my arms up as I saw the table start to shake I was like, that's not good that was a really like strange motion going on just, yes, yes. Anyway. But yeah anyway I'm back now and back. I mean still hell broke loose it did but in a different way to be continued and Tommy you're, you're obviously a, a resident member of the podcast yeah, you don't go I'm on holiday here. and no. unfortunately we're missing Ali uh, Ali's unwell and so he'll be coming back soon Get well, well soon, soon Ali. Get well soon. Uh, so let's dive in straight to the three-word race review, shall we? Have you yeah. thought about <laughs> The eyes yeah. were, I've not thought about yeah. this. So, no, Jess, no. have you thought about yours? I have. Okay, you go first. So my three-word race review is Mercedes Communication Chaos. Ooh, oh, that's a lot of letters. Yeah, but nice. three words. That is three words. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, I don't know what's going on at Mercedes. Um, it's all a bit strange. They can't quite nail the right strategy. I mean, they won. They got one too. Um, but that wasn't through a smooth yeah. process. That's more luck than that anything, was wasn't it? a lot of. And ultimately, I mean, we're going to touch on it a little bit later. But Lewis disobeying team orders and Bottas obeying team orders. So. But, I mean, there was just a number of things that came up, like um, Bottas's pit stop. They oh, weren't yeah, ready they with ready, the right yeah. tires. That was, yeah, yeah. Um, Which, you know, that that is that guy ever going to get a break? I don't think. Yeah. He's never going to get a break. But, so, I mean, that was a massive blow to his race. Um, and then the whole... I mean, we're diving straight in now. We but, are. We're but the, I have no idea what the. thing was about. So it was a bit. I don't like. Can any? Does anyone? Has anyone worked out what was actually happening? Because he said, the guy said, stay out, and then said in. So I assume that in and in was that he wanted to come back in, even though he'd already made the move to go out. Is that is that your I, understanding I, of it? I've watched it so many times and I have no idea what he I've was not read anything like what they actually wanted him to do. So I think they wanted him to box. I think yeah. they wanted yeah. him to come in. Well they did originally, yeah. Yeah. But, but then... they saw they saw I think Lewis saw that Kimmy wasn't pitting and played in his mind yeah. I'm never gonna catch back up if I pit now. So I'm staying out. Well, I find the safety car though. But it was weird because Kimmy was right. Yeah. So Kimmy stayed out, he said that on the radio and then the 
the engineer said in and in and in and in. Yeah, so, so he, he was meant baffled. to come back in. It was Absolutely very weird. Baffled, but but yeah. maybe it was because they messed Bottas's tyres up, so they knew Hamilton would have to queue for quite a long time behind Bottas while I think they were that, faffing about his tyres. don't come in. So I, I, yeah, it's no really idea. confusing. To no me, it, lo- it looked like Lewis made the decision to stay out. Yeah. I think so. Um, Which ultimately won him the race. Yeah, so, exactly. But, you know, when are Mercedes going to get their strategy behind the safety car right? I, yeah. They just cannot seem just to know, like, they don't yeah. know what to do. They just kind of go. I think we need to do an F101 on the safety car so then they understand. Watch and then learn. <laughs> We're going to send it to Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, guys. Big, big, bold claims there. Yeah. Hey, guys, um, yeah, maybe you should watch this. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a quick one. <laughs> Tommy, three word race review from you, please, sir. Finally, some rain. There we go. Cool. Just Great. the fact that, yeah, it finally there was some rain. And I can't remember how many races now where, while it happened in Germany a little bit, and it chucked it down at the end of the race. But there's been so many races this year where raining five minutes, raining five minutes, raining five minutes, and then it throws it down on the podium. And actually, we at least got a little bit of it during during the race, and it spiced it up. Yeah, it definitely did. And uh, Ali, who couldn't be here today, had his oh. three-word race review, which he sent in, uh, which was, where was Charles? <laughs> oh, of course he did. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess uh, he would obviously say, where was Charles? And then in fact, Brendan got points, or a point. Mm. Um, yeah, Charles didn't have a great race, did he? No. Uh, no, he was, a bit ra- he was a bit erratic and had a lot of lot of incidents. To spin. He went off as well, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful how... spin, though. Oh, yeah. I mean... It was gorgeous. It looked gorgeous. like he was playing an F1 game, just slammed on the brakes and just turned back round and just carried Style on. Style points, yeah. It was crazy. Um, and mine, mine. Uh, snooze, then intense. Nice. Could have gone for better than that, but uh, that's what I just ha- had on the top of my head. Um, you know, because it was a tale of two two halves, again. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like that's been a lot this uh, year where yeah. it's been very much like, oh, this race is boring, this race is boring. And then it just absolutely kicks off out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I was just laying there going, oh my goodness me, like, what is actually, there's nothing happening. Yeah. Uh, and then it all just kicked off. You know, the rain obviously had a, a big part in that. And uh, yeah, let's have some three-word review from fans. Uh, finish on fire from Adrian underscore Elbaz. That finishes in the race finish or finish, finish as finish in... Finish one end. So, uh, not, yeah, not, finish, not the finish. Yeah. Not the they, they were on fire, but they had were. both of their races put extinguished, potentially by, by put out by their teams. Shocking. Strange, uh, strange um, thing, because yeah. I think a lot of people have talked about like the Raikkonen undercut on Vettel and yeah. how you know that put him in the lead and was the better strategy. Obviously, Vettel could go faster. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, he put in terms of track position, he put himself straight in the right spot. But then Definitely. Ferrari were like. No, none of that. And I mean, what a strange message. Uh, it was odd. It was. It's almost like we don't want to say Fernando is faster than you type yeah. message, but instead was just like. And then Kim was, was like, no, just, just tell me. Yeah. What it was a... almost like a guy breaking yeah. up the girl, but didn't really want to say anything. So like, yeah. no, just tell me. Just tell me what you were trying to say. I don't. I couldn't decide though if it was whether he was going. He he was doing that like just say it out loud, yeah, or Kimi, whether that's he. That's what Kimi said. He said. He said. Just tell me. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but I. What well, I. I'm unsure about is whether he was saying it because he just wanted them to say it or because he genuinely didn't, didn't understand, understand yeah. what they were saying because all they were talking about were tyre strategies. We all knew what they yeah, were saying. Yeah. But it's so stupid. Jock just came on the radio and went, mm. um, you're on different tyre strategies, don't hurt Vettel's race. Yeah. So it was Kimmy like, do you want me to go faster? Yeah. Because I can go faster. Yeah. It's unexpected from Ferrari as well, who you mentioned it, it in... Yeah, no, no, not the process of them 
team having orders. team orders, the fact that they didn't just go, can we get out of the way? Yeah. We've said it before, and you've mm. said it before. Ferrari are ruthless. We mentioned it in Austria. Like, they just need to go. At their advantage is that they do do that, and they can just say, look, yeah. Vettel needs the points. Get out of the way. Done. Yeah. But they faffed about for so long. I know Crofty tried to make a point that, oh, if Vettel had tyres would have saved you might not have gone off later which i think is a load of rubbish oh, yeah, that's not true. but no, that's just yeah making pointless analysis. but the fact that yeah it just took so long was really weird from ferrari just just say it just yeah and i'm surprised they didn't say it 10 laps before mm-hmm. like it was you know, so long was, wasn't it you know because they, they speak about it all the time how you know a car can be affected by the, the weight five six seconds behind another car so vettel was being affected for a very long time but how many times did he so, lock up like, yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah, exactly. And I think I said to you when we were watching the race, yeah. like if he locks up any more, he's going to put himself onto a, a two-stop, two-stop yeah. and, and he's going to be essentially behind Kimi. And I think that, yeah, it was weird. It was almost like Ferrari were in two minds. Like, do we let Kimi stay out and just and yeah. and it was it was so odd, um, especially with Hamilton closing in as well, mm-hmm. rain looming. Like Kimi was essentially in a first place uh, net, which I said in IBR was that they very much did put themselves in that situation where Kimi could legitimately win the race. So I think it was just indecisiveness from them in the end. I think it was maybe there was, you know, some higher ups saying, you know what, we've done this before, we've done this team thing before and it went, you know, tits up, didn't yeah. it? Like, with the whole Fernando's faster and you became a meme and all this stuff. Yeah. And and maybe there was a, an element of that as well with that because that's why I think there was, because of the way in which they were saying it to him eventually. Like, you know, you're on different strategies, so uh, you know, do you want to just maybe like, you know, don't pay at all? You know, it was so, yeah. oh, it was I was it's... like everyone was out there like just say it. Yeah, just that's, a, that's the funny it. thing that Kimmy actually said. He's Kimmy yeah, said, "Just, just tell, tell him, like, me twice." Yeah, like he so. Knew, are you telling me knew. to let me through? Just a, a tell driver. me. Yeah, he knew. But uh, okay, moving on. Uh, at Terza, rain too late. No, I, I mean obviously, it absolutely thooned it down mm. at the end when it was the podium ceremony. But at the same time, it would have been great to have two laps of maybe that. But any more of that, it would have yeah. red flagged the race and it would have been I mean, over. The videos of the whole track being flooded at the end, it, it would have been a red flag. All the, and all the garages were flooded. Yeah. You know, yeah. they were, like when they were packing down, they were told they couldn't. They had to get out because yeah. it was actually unsafe for them to be in the garages, which is just an, like that's incre- an incredible amount of rain to fall in a short yeah. space of time. So, I mean, I'm, I think it would have been nice to maybe had had them put on, put on at least intermediates. Mm. Obviously, we did have some cars put on intermediates. Full wets as well. <laughs> and full wets. Gasly. Um, I mean, they, they, I guess they didn't really have that much to lose, but it was a bit of an odd call considering there were plenty of cars out on slicks. And yeah, okay, they were... We we did have spins. Yeah. But it wasn't quite wet enough. There wasn't, there wasn't like, full-on... The racing line was still looked pretty yeah, dry. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Um, so yeah, full wets were, was an odd, odd choice. I think from that just... But just quickly, I think for them, they've obviously looked at the the showers coming in, mm. and they've probably anticipated the rain that came at the end of the race. Because if 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 Gasly's on full wets and that rain that at the end of the race mm. happened or at the race uh, during the podium ceremony happens, Gasly's probably leading mm. at that stage. So could you was, imagine though? That would have been that'd, such that'd have been like a Marcus Winklehock moment yeah. from uh, whenever it was like ten, eleven years ago when he Nurburgring. Oh yeah, Nurburgring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I think someone asked about was it a stupid decision from Gasly and everyone else to pit, but we were saying that actually, you know, of course they're going to gamble, and especially Verstappen because of that huge gap between the two, the essentially Formula A and Formula B. Now, if I'm yeah. referring to, yeah. he could pit for Inters, go back, and he's still going to keep fourth. 
So yeah, doesn't really matter. Some other three-word race reviews. We're kind of like diving into different topics, different times. It's fine. It's uh, it's just chill. Uh, at Rick Teruan, I'm in tears. I'm assuming he's a Vettel fan. Uh, at Jocker underscore Per, Ericsson beat Leclerc. Okay, thanks for rubbing that one in. At underscore Nahan underscore Ismail underscore Heartbreak for Vettel. So uh, yeah, there's a there's a variety of three-word race reviews, which is great. It just shows that there was a there was a really good race mm. going on. Um, it was a weekend of heartbreaks. It, it was. was I mean Hamilton crying and qualifying pretty yeah much. I mean what a seesaw of you know yeah. emotions for both <laughs> yeah. drivers it was literally like I think we, we put a post out about it but it was literally the roles were reversed yeah. completely yeah. Um, and like, like the mirroring images of you know yeah. Hamilton on his knees by his car crying his eyes out in his helmet mm. uh, versus Vettel like yeah P1 in my home my home circuit which is another thing as well like at, um Something that you know has really hit hit me in terms of the psychological drama of this season is, you know, we saw how upset Hamilton was that he didn't win at Silverstone. Yeah, you can tell like that. I think out of all the races, oh yeah, that's the number one one he wants Best to win. Yeah. Uh, hashtag. <laughs> um, and Vettel's never won. Yeah, he'd never won Hockenheim. Oh, Hockenheim. He? No. no. So, and it was his to lose, and he he lost it. And I think you know he what as he said after the race. It wasn't like he did anything majorly wrong. Yeah. He he was just literally in the, he was in the worst the worst position at that point in the race was P one. Yeah. Because yeah. you're feeling out the track. Definitely. And pushing the pushing the limits and unfortunately the rain gods did not smile on him and he lost the car. But yeah, I mean, geez, if you ever wanted more pulling yeah. on your heartstrings i think that was the weekend of, yeah. of everything but interestingly that that vettel grabbed the home win from hamilton and then hamilton grabbed yeah. the home win from him um yeah it's huge you know the huge race the, the next race well. it's crazy Absolutely huge let's uh let's cast our minds back to the start of the race because i think one one talking point was the fact that even though hamilton and ricardo were starting so far back for me personally i don't know about you guys it wasn't that exciting no. even though hamilton he was you know was flying through the field it was made so easy for him um, and it was another comment I made in IBR was that these teams, and it's to do with the Formula A, Formula B, they, there's no point in them fighting a Mercedes mm. or even yeah. a Red Bull, potentially, because yeah. they just they don't have the it's pace like, it and is it's a just different ruining form, their own race. Yeah, we, wa- we watched the race together, didn't we? And we were looking at the gaps at one point. I can't remember what distance they're in. And it was like three seconds, three seconds, like three seconds. It was like 60 yeah, seconds. And then it was like 60 seconds. Yeah. And that was the Verstappen to Magnussen gap. And then they were already close. It's it, just, like it fact, literally is like A and B. The fact Verstappen could risk going on to intermediates, come back into the pits after it not working out, and still be in fifth. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't right. fourth, but Hamilton would have got him. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. And the fact that Hamilton was a minute ahead of Magnussen when he started behind him. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's quite but horrible. Interestingly, I don't know if you picked up on this as well, Like Ricardo didn't move that far at the pack. No, I don't yeah. know if you saw his interview or not, but he, um, he mentioned that he started on the mediums. Uh, and, you, um, okay. and apparently, like he went when he just released the clutch, he just went nowhere. Like I think he lost a position at the start. I think yeah, he, was, he like, did. Nineteenth or something. Um, but he was just saying how the, the car had absolutely no pace on the mediums, and That's he just crazy. couldn't get up to temperature, couldn't get up to speed, and yeah. uh, and that was a factor. Uh, and then obviously his car broke as well, so mm. it didn't didn't really help. But yeah, I think it was just a poor call from from Red Bull to go on the mediums. I don't think they'd done much running at all on them. They yeah, just wanted well, to try something different. Maybe they were, were they going for the one stop? They were just oh, yeah, trying to I get to the end of the so. race, right? They probably or to the rain they, or something. They were probably yeah. trying to push for the rain, um, but mm. it just didn't work out. And yeah. obviously he had some ailments before he retired as well. Yeah. So Vettel mistake. Oh my mm. goodness me, Sebastian Vettel! What? 
Wow. I, I mean, you mentioned just about the fact it was a very small mistake, and yeah. watching the replay, you could just tell. Like as soon as he braked, he was like, "Oh no!" It's such it's such a small mistake for like he's so unlucky that it's the corner where there's a gravel trap and a really close wall if yeah. you think how many other bits of the track he could, he could have, have made that wide. little run wide and gone on onto a massive runoff area so unfortunate yeah it was and i i felt actually really sorry for him i genuinely yeah. felt my heart bled for him especially when you like that all the grandstand just like were cheering I was in like, his home race yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the german grand prix yeah I, I had to really kind of listen back and go are they really booing him yeah um, I thought they, I thought they were, well, they were cheering, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. Not booing. It was yeah, a, yeah. there was a big Verstappen grandstand at that uh, corner. Yeah. That's what it was. And, and then there were also Mercedes. Mercedes. I saw like two Ferrari fans yeah. with their hands. And like, yeah. Like, and that was it. Like it everyone was, else was cheering. It yeah. Was, it was so sad. And, and, and even his like team radio, you know, he was like properly, you could tell he was like choking up. Yeah. And, and, and seeing him hitting the steering wheel, it just wasn't a nice thing to watch. No. And, yeah. and you don't want to see that. You don't want to see a, a championship decided no. on one very small mistake which could have happened to anyone and it was such bad fortune really wasn't yeah. it mm-hmm. if anything it wasn't damn a dramatic skill. Huh? damn dramatic though yeah oh, as yeah. a like as a neutral it's but like if this goes down to the wire and it's like that that would be one of those moments where you're just like whoa that was crazy i think there were um, a lot of people saying that that the german grand prix is potentially the pivotal moment of mm. the entire season because I think it's just, you know, Hamilton had the race of his life, as he's calling it, and Vettel had yeah. potentially the biggest heartbreak. So it just reminds me of um, Singapore, Singapore and Suzuka yeah. last year when it was just like, that, that was, was it. it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe maybe we'll be surprised, maybe Could it go won't the other do way anything, and then, yeah, but... You- yeah. yeah. Psychologically, I think that that was a pivotal moment. The fact that he had it in his hands as well, yeah. I think for me, uh, if it had been the other way around and Hamilton was the one to have crashed out and Vettel had won, I think it would have, have had more of an impact on Lewis, who who's, does seem as a driver more emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Vettel, on the other hand, you know, even being interviewed after the race, he was almost seemed like he was at peace with it there and then. Like, I don't think it will affect him moving forward. Obviously, the, the the issues last year after Singapore was mainly down to Ferrari just messing up and, mm. and the cars breaking and, and etc. Yeah. Um, there's a question in actually from at Sid underscore Tanwa 101. How chilled Vettel was compared to, oh my God, all his lost reaction by Hamilton when they both suffer problems, which I guess ties in with the whole emotionally driven stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it wouldn't really affect either driver in, in that sense. I think Hamilton would obviously be more affected by it, but I think that would fuel him more moving forward if he yeah. was the one to have been to have crashed out anyway. I don't see I think the opposite I think this this win will have had such a big impact on him emotionally because I, I genuinely felt like he was just going down and down and down yeah, and yeah. down and with every more mistake every mistake he made I mean you could see it in qualifying he mm. was just it just looked like he Short, was yeah. it was really um, weird over, as well like and his like, Instagram story like that that just weird like going on Instagram and writing all this stuff about people that don't like you and yeah. stuff. It's like, you're a celebrity. It's going to happen. There's going to be people that don't like you. There's going to be people that like you. He just needs to sort of tone down his emotions a bit because I don't think it's But I think I think that's why, I mean, obviously he's a, he's a massively, um, what's the word? He's, he, he, he divides the entire F1 community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do think that is why he has such a passionate following. Yeah. His team LH 
feel like they feel every single emotion, mm. you know, feeling. They feel like they share that with him, and I think that's why they are so passionate. Um, and equally on the same foot, that's why people are fed up with him because he's yeah. he usually gets hot headed or he says the wrong mm. thing or he he does stuff that's like oh just stop whinging about it and get on and race. Whereas Vettel's very collected, calm. Obviously, he's not even on social media. Yeah, I wonder if that's his approach to the title this year. Obviously, he had the thing in 2016 where he was raging so much at certain things. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is his approach this year that he's gone. If I just stay calm, cool, and collected. And all the pressure builds on Hamilton every time he has a bad race and he gets this big media backlash. Maybe that's the... Maybe. maybe that's but this th- this was like actually the worst case scenario for Vettel. Mm. Because yeah. now Hamilton's got wind in his sails. And he, he you could tell after that it was everything that he needed to pull him back and remind him why he's a four-time world champion. And yeah. so, you know, maybe... I mean, so much has happened already in this season that... Mm. I don't feel like we can confidently say no, either no. way, but like based on previous things and based on what he was saying and talking about after that race, I think this Love conquers all. Yeah. This yeah, this is gonna this this maybe maybe it is actually like he's he's switched up again now. I think um, just going back to Vettel's mindset, I I still don't think it will affect him too much purely no. because the, as you mentioned, this season has been mental as it is. It's toed and froed so many times. Mm-hmm. That Vettel will be like, oh, we might happen next week. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, with, with, with Hamilton. So I, I don't, as you you can't call this season at all. No one wants to win it. If if one of the drivers hadn't made any mistakes and the other one had, yeah. Vettel could easily be 50, 60 points ahead of Hamilton. That would be so far ahead, yeah. It'd be ridiculous. But instead, Hamilton's leading the championship, which still yeah. mind boggles me. Yeah. That he, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's leading the championship. And you have to say that Hamilton is usually unreal in the last few races, mm. um, especially when he has something to, to, to fight for. So... Uh, apart from when he actually wins the championship and he doesn't win anything. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so crazy. Let's let's actually move on to the team orders for Mercedes and how mm. Hamilton actually won the race. Mm. A little bit controversial. Um, we've got at the Underworld 90, Valtteri's misfortunes continue. At Ox Sebastian, Valtteri was robbed. At Alex underscore Ewan underscore Finn, Bottas should have won. I agree. I think Bottas should have won. And he was given one corner to have a go. Um, I don't yeah. even think they gave it. I don't think they thought Bottas yeah. would get close, and that's why they didn't call him off yeah. from well, the get go. Toto yeah. Wolff came out saying that he wanted to call him off immediately. Immediately, yeah. Um, I'd love to see that radio actually synced because you never know, do you? Like how the team radio is synced up. Yeah, and you can take a picture of salt. whether when he came back at him at the hairpin and went alongside. He got the call there. Whether he got it later, I think he got. He it. I think dropped he got back it. off, didn't he? It was when he dropped about off. a second and a half. I think you that's could when. tell straight away. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it just shows you. I wonder how many other drivers would have done that, especially Straight when away. he knew. Yeah, and you, he just said like, "Copy James." Copy James, and that, and he just sat there in P two, yeah. and he went. I think that's a new contract for you. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, this is the, the thing. Like, F one is such a political game. We've said this time and time again. You know, Mercedes want to win both the drivers and the constructors' championship, and the best chance that they have to do that is with Lewis, and it's Lewis and Vettel's. It's Hamilton and Vettel's fight. Yeah, so 100%. Mercedes are going to put put Mercedes first. Well, yeah, they're going to put Mercedes first, yeah. but that also means putting Hamilton first. And so, no, it's, it's technically not fair, but if you're playing the game... Yeah. That's that's the situation yeah, that you're in, and it's the exact same thing with Kimmy. Yeah, you know, Kimmy's we're not going to win the yeah, world championship. Get Kimmy out of the way, so yeah. 
obviously would be saying the same thing. Bottas, I, I think based, I mean, you, you, you know, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't the biggest fan of Bottas, but he's done a lot more this season. Mm. That shows why he did, did deserve that one-year contract with a one-year option. option. Just in case they want to get rid of him. Um, but, you know, he'll have his moment to shine. Yeah. I'm in no doubt that he'll have his moment. It's just right now... Imagine that it's Lewis's moment. Imagine if he got him at the hairpin though, and then they had to make the call of, do we now call it off, yeah. or do we wait yeah. for Hamilton to get That's, back past? That would have been so interesting. That would have been really interesting. And and obviously, I've been a big sort of uh, fan of Bottas this season and just his performances in general. But it kind of comes back to Bahrain and when he had the opportunity with Vettel, and then again that opportunity on Hamilton. Like you've mm-hmm. got to think the amount of people that wouldn't have taken that outside line going into the to the yeah, hairpin for the cutback, yeah. which is. Which is a, a you know a solid attempt at an overtake, but he didn't make it. Yeah. Stick yeah again. Exactly, yeah. And, and you just think you just look at the world champions. Yeah. Like yeah. they're pushy. They, they would have made it stick probably. Like I mean, this is the thing. Like I, I feel like we spend a lot of the races going, yeah, but what if? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fact is, he didn't. Exactly. The fact yeah, is, he yeah. didn't make that move stick. <clears throat> and the fact is, is that Mercedes put the kibosh on him even having another attempt. Mm. So. Everyone could go, yeah, but if he'd have been allowed to race, Bottas would have got him. We don't know. Yeah. Hopefully one day we'll find mm. out. But mm. right now, like, Two we just time. won't know. We <laughs> but just don't you know. just kind of have to take it back to his racecraft, though. Like, for me, obviously, it's easy to say as a couch person watching. <laughs> but, like, when you think of just racing in general, you know, Bottas has the fresher tyres. As there's a car outside just making some noise, wanting to be in the podcast. Um <laughs> You go. You have to go out the inside at that corner, yeah. uh, because you've got fresher tyres. You're going to get probably equal traction to mm-hmm. Lewis, who wants yeah. the cutback, and you've got the move done. But he goes to the outside, and it's just not pushy. It's it's not a champion uh, yeah. in that yeah. car. And it, you know, even against Vettel, Vettel's not his teammate. He should have again maybe gone for the Bahrain move. You know, it's again it's easy to say as a couch potato, but you know it's 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 yeah, those it's kind so of moments yeah. that define a champion yeah and, definitely and, and I think Mercedes won't believe that you know when Hamilton moves on who do they want as a number one driver I don't think it'll be Bottas no and, and which is why I think he's been given an option year yeah, yeah. They, it, they, he's essentially been given a one year contract yeah 100% and you've got one more season to prove why you deserve Lewis's seat and so go go do what you will with it but you're mm. right I think those are the opportunities that they had because even if Mercedes did make the call, Bottas dropped back. He would have still had that evidence to go. Mm. Yeah, but I still got him, didn't I? Yeah. And that's what that is. What he needs. That's yeah. that's the ultimate yeah. thing that he needs to prove to everybody. And I don't think it's talent on the side of Bottas. I think it's just belief and just mm. and just just having a different personality in that sense. Like he is very mm. much. I think he's just happy to be racing for Mercedes. Like yeah. the fact as quickly as he did copy James. You know, there wasn't any. Give me, a, give me a lap. Give me two laps. Give me something. It was just... Which is what Lewis and Vettel probably yeah. would have both like, said. No, but I'm faster. I'm on quicker tyres. I could be overtaken from Raikkonen uh, behind. Even like look at Max. This, the staff in it when he was at Torosso. Yeah. And that, you could argue, doesn't even matter. And he was there going, no. No, I'm not going yeah. to. And immediately you're like, that is a guy that they're going to make a number one driver. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, whether, yeah. he, whether it's not sporting, but the fact is all the top drivers and world champions yeah. do that Alonso I mean Alonso, yeah. <laughs> the ball's probably like the the guy that gives the least crap about yeah. team orders or whatever like he's just there to race exactly and all of those guys are so mm. yeah just quickly both of you answer this question so at Dolberg says Toto what? also said that the same would have been done if Bottas had the lead do you believe that do you believe Mercedes would have allowed Bottas to win the race and for them to hold station 
thing is, so this is the other thing that I was thinking about as well. Um, F1 is also a massive PR machine. And the story of Lewis going from 14th, 14th to 1st yeah. is hugely more PRable than 14th to 2nd. Yeah. So I reckon they wanted that glory story as much as they wanted oh, yeah, absolutely. the 1-2 or whatever, like all Lewis to, to take it to Vettel and take the, the lead. I think it's the PR train that they were getting on and they're not stupid. You know, they will get headlines mm. everywhere. You've got to think that it's a one-two in their home Grand Prix. Yeah. Imagine if Bottas had taken him out when Vettel is in the gravel. That's their chance to capitalise and get the constructors yeah. and the driver's title back and they binned it. Then there'd be the call exactly like Baku in Red Bull where they said, why didn't you call this off? It's yeah. all hindsight, isn't it? But just quickly, do you <laughs> think if Bottas had taken the lead, what would Mercedes have done? Switched him. You think they would have switched him? Switched. I think they would have switched him. You don't think they would have switched him? No. Uh, they definitely would. No. Because do you not remember Hungary where they switched oh, Bottas and then yeah. they let, they let Bottas... And that, I was completely shocked by that. I couldn't believe that actually happened when the title was going. That they, uh, in Hungary, where Hamilton had a go at overtaking, yeah. didn't, and they swapped him back. I think that was more, though, a deal that Hamilton struck with the team rather than the team telling him to. So like, Hamilton's yeah, like, okay, if fine. I do it, I will let him back through. If I don't, I'll let him back through. So yeah. he almost signed his own contract in that sense. Like, there was so much more to gain from Lewis winning that race than in that instance, oh, I yeah. think. So I, think I, just, I just think they would have switched. And you don't. Let us know yeah. in the comment section what you think. Yeah. Would they have switched? We want to hear your opinions. Because... Yeah. Uh, we're only three people. Or let us know on, if you're listening on the audio version, tweet us and let us know what you think at yeah. WTF1 official. Nice. Cool. Hamilton's pit stop, though. Yeah. He almost didn't have a one-two. Well, he mm. did. We would have maybe. They maybe would have a five-second penalty. Anyway, Hamilton's pit stop. Not a pit stop. What was it? Mm. What happened? Like, Weird actually, way. let's ask a question. At HussX2, was the Mercedes uh, radio message to Lewis during the safety car the worst piece of team communication in the history yes. of sport? Obviously, we, we've, touched we've touched on that at the start. Yeah. Um, it was, wasn't it? It was all over it, the place. He, his, he was so urgent and like... And he just lost... At, at the yeah. end of it, he wasn't even talking English. No, he was just, just making noises. Have, they didn't have a clue, did they? No. And I think, yeah, it was just, just, just appalling, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously... It's kind of heat the moment. I think as soon as there's rain, I think all teams are on panic stations but anyway. Never heard that in I've team radio. Never in my From life. From a team like Mercedes, not we're not even talking like Haas or Force India or whatever. Haas, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where like you know they're a bit more inexperienced. Mm. I wonder as well, like whether um, whether it, you know Lewis has has lost so much trust in them being able to call the right strategy that. That's why he own, was like, like this is the wrong to, choice. Mm. I'm I'm staying out. Yeah. It's like um, the opposite to Vettel, isn't it? Do you remember last year when Ferrari bottled so many strategies that Vettel was almost making them up? Exactly. Well? He, like, he, would, he, he was, was tell, telling them. them. He was like, I'm going to pick this lap, okay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think it, I think maybe that was... I mean, it still doesn't quite... I can't believe he pulled in because he would have been able to see... If Raikkonen had gone in, surely? I think that was him just him. Yeah, yeah, I think he was naturally reacting to being told to But come then he in. was like, no. And then he was like, wait, can we stay? And that was like the, the sort of coin yeah. to drop in. He, was like, oh, he actually. just chased him. Yeah. But yeah, obviously the, the, big, the biggest controversial thing about that was, did that break regulations? Yeah. And in the end it did, well it did, but not in a sense of being given a penalty because mm. people are like, oh, what about Baku? But for people that haven't seen it, there was a, an actual statement saying that you're not allowed to to cross the, in the event so, the, so yeah the yeah. back the back incident that everyone's talking about 
is from 2016. Yeah. And Kimi Raikkonen is going down the main straight. And if you're near the back of pit lane, it's quite a sharp sort of left yeah. at full speed. And he's getting the slipstream from another car. And the argument for that is if that car hits the brakes, it's a plane crash. Yeah. Basically. So they set something before the start of that race to say, you're not allowed to do this. Mm -hmm. Whereas this incident, there are no rules. And I think that's the most restraining yeah. thing. And I don't think he deserved the penalty in, in that you kind of got to get some kind of human common sense in, in these scenarios where it was completely mental and it would have been shame for the, the race, which was so good to be, to be, you know, yeah. decided why after they, the race. Why, do, why couldn't they have decided it straight away? Yeah. That this is the annoying thing. They need, they should be a rule. there needs to be a rule. This is the rule. Like penalty. if a ball goes out in football, it's a throw and it's not, oh, it could be a free kick. It could be a throw and it could be a penalty. Like they need to just write a rule and then that's it. Yeah. Because, then they can decide, because like you say, it's a shame if everyone goes home, you've seen Hamilton do this epic drive, and then they go, actually, no, he didn't win, Bottas yeah. won, and then Bottas can't celebrate his first win of the year, and it's just... But I think cool. the, the problem is, is that, and again, we've kind of touched, I mean, everyone compares F1 to football, but I think that's a really lazy analogy, because there are nowhere near as many variables in football Wrecked. as there are <laughs> as there are in yeah. Formula One. But, and yeah. so the reason... A, it's, it's frustrating and I felt everyone's frustra frustrations because I was sat there on Twitter like refreshing over and over and over and over trying to find out if he was going to get given a penalty or not. Yeah. But the reason, so Charlie Whiting came out and gave a statement that basically said the decision was made to cool off. Everybody has to cool off for them to be able to have a rational discussion about why what happened occurred. Mm -hmm. I think you could tell that, that emotions were high at Mercedes. So for them to get like a rational explanation out of them because that the thing is that they they do give the teams and the drivers the opportunity, opportunity to, to explain why the hell did they do that yeah. and obviously the decision was then made that a reprimand was um fine because he, he technically although he it was a strange maneuver it caused no safety concern yeah and it was under Literally a safety car yeah which is and again like it was it was what we were touching on back when we were discussing, you know, and when you guys were discussing why did one driver get a 10 second penalty when the yeah. other driver got a five second penalty, um, there is that that element of um, common sense mm. that is applied. That, that They have a list of, right, these are all the punishments that you can give. You have to decide which one is more, more fitting um, based on the gravity of the situation. And... You know, we kind of to toed and froed about whether it should just be a carte blanche. You're not allowed to do that, which probably should be the case. And I do agree with you there, Tommy, because yeah. uh, because then the drivers don't know yeah, what they can do. It'd be do. quite easy just to be like, once you're in that pit, and then and then the argument is as well. So like Hamilton wasn't actually in the pits because he hadn't crossed the pit line yet, line yet. So you say, well, is that bit fine, mm -hmm. or is it as soon as you get into the actual pit lane and yeah. the line? You just need a set rule that's like, once you've committed to that, mm. you have to come in. Yeah, because so once you've left track, I guess, does that technically count as track limits? Well, yeah, because yeah, you could say he cut the corner. Yeah, but he didn't get, but the rule no, there, the rule there advantage. is that you don't gain an advantage. No. Yeah. And in a safety car, obviously, you can't yeah. anyway. So this is what <laughs> I mean I think, about yeah, this, all the variables. Yeah. And, There's just so much. Some of the arguments that I've seen is, well, everyone could just um, dummy each other into the pits. Exactly. And then it would get ridiculous and dangerous and yeah. stuff. And I understand that point while it's maybe a bit, silly that that would ever happen i don't think it any would, team happen, would ever though. do it yeah I, I reckon you would if, get if a ton of drivers dummying yeah yeah i mean look we, oh, i guess that's on racetrack and it's a different case but i think you know any anywhere 
or any how that a driver is going to gain advantage, they'll take it. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't deemed that way. No. And uh, I think you two have just highlighted how difficult the job it's, of a steward yeah. is. Because yeah. there are no rules. Because, no, especially when it's not a, you know, a completely black and white rule, there is how that debate. How do you make a choice? And how do you make a choice within three minutes mm-hmm. or whatever? You know, And I can understand why it would take that long, but it also... Again, it, it, it kind of ruins the whole spectacle if yeah. someone's won the race and then it gets taken away from them. It gets seriously okay. toxic there. So, was it a penalty, Jess? Yes or no? That's all I want. <laughs> Technically, no. As it was decided. Technically, no. Should it have been a penalty? Just want a yes or no? Uh, maybe. <laughs> That's not yes or no. Uh, it's so hard. I literally, I'm so on the fence with this yeah. because if, it, if you'd got... A five-second penalty, I'd have been like, okay, fair enough, it was a bit of a that. breach. Yeah. But also at the same no, time, I, you like, did, did you see on, uh, I think it was on Twitter, or someone was talking about how Mercedes thought that Hamilton would get a penalty, yeah. but really? they didn't want Hamilton to be further than five seconds ahead of Bottas, otherwise the stewards would maybe have given him even more of a penalty and then fallen behind Raikkonen. And so that's why it was four and a half seconds that Hamilton um, pushed out to Bottas so that he would oh. lose the position to Bottas, but no one else. So Mercedes would still get a one-two. That's the theory that wow. people have been putting out there, which if makes a true, lot of sense. That that's what makes F1 so great, that these teams are always thinking about these things. And yeah. That's pretty clever, actually. Isn't Crazy. It? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Do you think it was a penalty? I feel like... <laughs> yes or no, Matty. <laughs> yeah, Matty, yes or no. Come on. It's weird because I said no... Um, but then when you say that if he, if he was to be given a five second penalty I'd be like okay I understand that so should it have been a penalty yes yes I think it should have been a penalty um, after talking about it such I, a Bottas at the beginning, fan boy. I know I love Bottas <laughs> Bottas the bottle job <laughs> I love it but yeah I, I, I can see both arguments I was saying no originally and now I'm like actually maybe yeah, yeah. so anyway moving on driver of the day tell me no Hamilton yeah no Hamilton yeah, there's, there's, there are some good drives. If you had to pick someone else other than Hamilton, probably Grosjean. He, yeah, he came back through after. Yeah. He was like in sixth and then he dropped down again and then he was back yeah. up again. It was um, watching stuff that he, he went from 10th to 6th in the last five laps. Yeah, yeah we nearly, really, did we see nearly, any of that? No. No, we didn't see any of that, did we? Great camera work there. Great but what work. was, I mean, was that because everybody was just losing their shit on because of the rain? Yeah, like he had pressure tyres, but some of his moves were really good. Yeah, it must he have was, been. He was two seconds a lot quicker than everyone else around him. To do, yeah, to get up that many positions in five laps, he's mm. he's he's making the moves. So Grosjean didn't crash. And he well done, Grosjean. I mean, well, he's just such a flippant driver, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just finish. <laughs> like, do you know? What? I don't know. And just quick, I I cannot listen to another one of it. I know Lewis complains on the radio all the time, and I'm just, I'm I'm equally just... sick of Lewis complaining on the radio. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's kind of becoming a bit of a meme that whenever like the safety car comes out, Lewis is going to be on the radio oh, going like, "Why yeah. didn't I get that strategy?" Um, but Grosjean, get over yourself. He overtook you. That's thumbnail. Yeah. He, like, the, every time he gets overtaken, he's like, did you see that? Yeah. That was so unfair. He pushed me off. <laughs> and it's just like, that's racing. Yeah, yeah. Either get better at defending. Yeah. Or yeah, just yeah. get just over it, it and, yeah. and, and take him again. Like, cops. if you think... if you cops called. <laughs> oh, that's the Groshan police. <laughs> yeah. Coming to get me. <laughs> but, yeah, I just... Uh, <laughs> 
Wow. And that sums That's up Grosjean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my driver of the day, Charlotte. No, it's, it's, it's Lewis Hamilton. Has to be. Uh, Charles had a terrible day. Um, ne- next time out, he'll be amazing. Uh, obviously, uh, Ali's would be Brendan Hartley yeah. uh, for getting a point. Ali's so shout out to him. Must be gutted that Hartley got a point and Charles had a terrible race. He would have been. Yeah, he actually texted me saying that. He was like, I'm so angry that I'm not going to be on oh. the podcast when Brendan actually had a good race and, and Charles had a terrible one. Bless him. But he's Why does that happen with there. all of us? Well, yeah. whenever, whenever, like, so whenever Ali or I have been away, is we've yeah. always had like the most to talk about. So if I'm ever away, Charles will win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just need to piss off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> Charles becomes Jess wo- is the new host. Yeah. yeah. He becomes world champion somehow. Yeah. So yeah. predictions for Hungary. We're doing a prediction slightly different um, for for this podcast. Uh, I want you to give me a winner, and then tell me something very specific that's going to happen for the Hungarian Grand Prix. So, Tommy, you actually came up with this format, so I'm going to make you go first. Uh, winner and then something very specific. The winner will be Max Verstappen. Because it's yep, yep. Hungary. Yep. Yep. Uh, and the random prediction, I'm going to go with there won't be a single on-track overtake during the race. That's also very believable. So, uh, nice. I enjoyed that. Jess? Hmm. I'd love to see Ricardo win again. Yep. Yeah. We all he? think he's going but to. will he? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to say I think Ricardo's going to win. Okay. Um, although his reliability does not fill me with confidence, really. So he's going to win on fire, crossing the line. Yeah. <laughs> that's your prediction. That's my prediction. <laughs> oh, my God. That so that's, that's, I'm going to give, like, two random ones. One, Ricardo will win literally on fire. Right. Uh, two, I think at least one of the commentators are going to refer to Budapest as Budapest. Crafty. Why does anyone say Budapest? That's because that is that is the local... Is that it's closer it's to the okay. local pronunciation. Right, like um, Kvyat when Crofty was based. Kvyat. Yeah. I mean, just... Kvyat was a very difficult mm. name to pronounce, and I think there's ten different versions of that. And my winner is Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi had Whoa. some good pace last year, and Vettel... Although Vettel was did have some ailments, but Kimi was surely the only way that's going to happen is if Vettel crashes out again. Do you think Vettel's going to crash and something out? Something very specific. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, uh, I was going to say Vettel will get a stomachache and not participate in the race, but I don't think oh, that will wow. happen. Um, but he wasn't—he wasn't very well, was it? No, it was Hamilton, no, it was Hamilton wasn't, very well. wasn't very well. Okay, and he uh, won the race, so let's go with. Oh, Gosh, uh, I was going to say something about Charles, but I know you have a go at me for saying about Charles because Charles great. Um, okay, Charles I'm going to go Q three again. I'm going to go with Hulkenberg. Oh, will get a podium. Finally. Mm. Well, that is. I bold. don't know how. That is bold. There's been some kind of explosion somewhere, yeah. but uh, yes. <laughs> so Hulkenberg I've gone no overtakes. You've gone Hulkenberg podium, <laughs> and just gone Ricardo on fire. This should be an interesting race. Let us know your one crazy prediction and then also who you think is going to win uh, next time out. I'm yeah. sure we'll be very interested to see yeah, what your crazy predictions there. are. And uh, that is it. That is the WTF1 podcast, episode the 11. WTF1 cupboard Have podcast. you enjoyed this very, very warm cupboard? It's so warm. So warm. but yeah, It's like a sauna in here. Yes, it is like a sauna. <laughs> it is a sauna. Thank you very much for watching. Am I outroing to that one, Jack? Uh, just just a, that? Okay, he doesn't know. I'm going to outro to both. Thank you very much for watching the WTF podcast. <laughs> have, fun, have fun editing <laughs> yeah, that one, Enjoy Jack. editing that one. And uh, we'll see you next time in, in a week's time for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>